Hello and welcome to Fast Charge episode three. I'm Don Preston. I'm joined by Lewis Painter. Hello. And Aniron Copeman over on my right. Uh, we are going to talk all things MWC slash not MWC today. Uh, and then we're also going to chat a little bit about the, where are they? The Galaxy Buds Plus, which I've been using for the last couple of days. Um, and then finally, Google Stadia, which has just made some pretty big changes to how the service works, expanding to more phones beyond the pixels, yep. which actually makes it a lot more interesting. Cool. So, MWC first. Uh, yeah, last week we got all, all of our timing wrong. We chatted <laughs> MWC, speculated on whether it would be cancelled or not, and all of that sort of stuff. And then between the time we filmed and the time it went live... It all got cancelled, which was great. Thanks, GSMA. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what we're going to talk about today is the fact that while MWC has officially been cancelled, there are actually still going to be a few launches next week. Mm, yeah. um, we already know that Huawei and Honor are ploughing ahead with actual press conferences. They're holding physical events in Barcelona that they're inviting press to. Um, Sony are going ahead with a live stream. Um, but no actual physical Barcelona presence. Mm -hmm. And Realme are also still doing a live stream. I think it's just a live stream, not actually okay. anything in, in Spain. Right. Um, oh, and Oral-B are still announcing a toothbrush. Wow. But that's probably okay. lower on the priority list <laughs> for most what of us. What do you mean? That's, that's my top priority. I want to go and see that right now. I mean, it's actually not a bad toothbrush. Though uh, Colgate have a more interesting one this year. Ooh, spitting yeah. fire. Spitting that fire. <laughs> Moving on from dental health. Uh, let's start with Huawei, which I guess is kind of the big player. Yeah. That's, that's still... And it's the interesting one because, like I said, they're holding to their guns. They're still doing an actual physical event. Um, they shifted days. They were going to be on Sunday. They're now going to be on Monday the 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they, they were a big sponsor of the show itself. Yeah. They were one of the official sponsors of MWC. So I think they were one of the ones who could never say they were cancelling or withdrawing until the show officially ended. And uh, clearly they think whatever they're announcing is big enough that they don't want to back out of it now. No. Mm. I mean, yeah, they've, they've obviously slammed a lot of money into this. I mean, but my biggest question is who's going to be there to see it? Because... I know, you know, there's a lot of, uh, we're not going, none of the big publishers are really going, so I feel like they're going to be presenting to an empty room on anything. Yeah, but then, I mean, in a sense, maybe that's kind of one of the interesting things here is, do you actually need the press to be in the room for it to work? I mean, you know, they are showing devices to press outside of Barcelona as well, um, so people will still be covering it, even if they're not in Barcelona, so... This is, I mean, ties into. I don't want to spend too much time on this question, but there is, all this MWC stuff sparks the kind of worry that it just makes people think they don't need MWC. You yeah. know, you can announce around now and 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 skip all the official GSMA stuff, um, and you don't even need people in the room. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I never even considered that. Yeah, yeah, I think this year is going to be a good test case for that kind of thing, mm. because if companies, yeah, like you say, they can skip these kind of things and save literally thousands of yeah. pounds, you know and plow that into something else then why wouldn't you but you've got to be big enough to have the infrastructure to still yeah. reach out the press worldwide yeah. if you're not going to have them in the room um you know that's something samsung can pull off and obviously they've they've been on and off they've weren't doing mwc this year anyway at least not in terms of a press conference they did yeah. unpacked a few weeks ago obviously mm. same last year i think the year before 2018 they did announce the s9s mm. at mwc mm. but the s8 was also pre-mwc yeah i went to an mwc i can't remember which year it was now and samsung were there with yeah. a press uh, conference and that's when uh, mark zuckerberg appeared out of nowhere 
Oh, uh, yeah, that would have been 2007. Not seven, 17. 2007? 2007. 2007. <laughs> uh, 17 or 16? Yeah, something like that. It was it was around the time the Gear VR was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And they gave everyone a Gear, Gear VR and no phone to use it with, so... Thanks, Samsung. Um, so, Huawei. What, what are Huawei going to do? Um, not the P40, if that's what you're getting excited about. No. Um, they haven't done the P40 MWC for years. No. Oh, sorry, they haven't done the a P-series at yeah. MWC for years. That will probably come in March sometime, regardless. Yeah. That's not, not anything to do with coronavirus. I mean, if we're looking back, it's going to be laptops, isn't it? it the, yeah, I mean, the, the, the what they've announced has varied a little bit. But the, one, the consistent things are laptops and tablets. Yeah. Um, so the Android media pads... Yep. And then the uh, the MateBook laptop series. The Pro X? X Pro. X Pro. Yeah. <laughs> so we've seen the we've seen a new X Pro both the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, some I can't remember if they had MateBook D models last year or if they were announced at some other point in the year, but there's sort of MateBook D, which is their more budget-friendly line. Yeah. Last year they had the new MateBook 13 and 14 were there, I think, if I'm not getting my trade shows muddled up. See, that's the thing, you go to so many and they just kind of blend into one yeah, massive, no, one big mess of chaotic trade <laughs> Spec bumps on laptops. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably see laptops, though I don't expect there'll be anything too exciting. I don't know. This is the thing. I figure, you know, we'll just see, I, I suspect laptop-wise it'll be the same laptops with 10-gen chips. Mm. But, you know. but then, can you justify a press conference just to give it a spec boost? This is the question. Well, so that's where then we get the actual interesting thing they're probably going to do, which is probably the new foldable so obviously mwc last year was the mate x yeah uh there's been a lot of rumors that we're going to see the mate x is it xs yes i think apparently so. yeah, yeah i've heard right. that yeah so this will be second gen foldable it kind of makes sense yeah. samsung's obviously just put out their their second foldable device the z flip um so you know a year on it's about time for huawei to have its its gen 2 as well it'll be interesting to see if they do decide to change anything about the form factor because obviously we saw samsung with the fold last year and you had the kind of the booklet design and now they've gone for the kind of the classic flip-up phone design for mm. this yep. new generation of i mean it's obviously not the same branding but it's the yeah. new bendy phone the new flexible phone so yeah the question is will huawei kind of follow suit will they because it, it seems you know based on the razor based on on the z flip that clamshells are going to be the thing in 2020 yeah that's more what we've seen recently um though then things like there was a tcl foldable design that leaked just today that was more the big tablet-y, fold type. Oh, okay. So they're um, not just leaving it there then? No, and, and I think, you know, we're still expecting a fold, a Galaxy Fold 2, oh, okay. which would be a continuation of that branding and product line and form factor. I would guess, I mean, I think I haven't looked too closely into the XS leaks in all honesty. No. Um, I think what I've seen suggests probably quite similar to the X. Um, so mm. that same kind of form factor. The big difference for the Huawei versus the Samsung have you have you seen the Mate X? I haven't seen it in person. No, I've um, read a lot about it. Yeah, the big difference for them is the screen bends outwards rather than inwards. Yeah, if that makes sense. So when you close it, the screen is on the outside, and you've mm. got screen on the front and back. Whereas the Samsung Fold closes so that the foldable screen is on the inside, like it would be with your laptop, mm-hmm. and then it just mm-hmm. has another little screen on the outside that you can use. Um, it so it's kind of the sense. inverse kind of, of the Galaxy. Of... In between, I see. I see where Samsung's coming from. To you know, you want to protect. If you can, you want to protect that screen. Close mm. it in. You know, jobs are good and no scratches, nothing like that. And then you've got that issue where if you drop the phone, it's going to hit a bezel instead of the screen. Whereas yeah. on the Huawei, especially if you hit it on that spine where it curves on the outside, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't imagine. That. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to think mm. about it. God, that's breaking my heart just thinking about it now. <laughs> and with all the durability concerns, I mean, even now, you know, the, the razors just started rolling rolling out and they've started breaking. 
Uh, even the Z Flip seems to be sturdy, but I've seen a couple reports of people having issues with the screen. And, and one of the big news things over the last few days was mm-hmm. the uh, hardness test on it revealed that it's for all of the ultra thin glass hype, it's not as hard as glass. It's more in line with the standard plastic screens in terms of its scratch resistance. Mm. So, you know, you've got to worry about that with a phone where the foldy screen is on the outside. Oh, for sure. Uh, it makes me nervous. Yeah. But it looks much nicer. Oh, this is the thing. Yeah. yeah. For, for all you can say about the fold and stuff like that, like out of all the 2019, the, the flexible phones, the Mate X was the one. It yeah. just looks so crisp. It looks so clear, especially when you compare it to the uh, the exterior display of the fold. And it was kind of like this tiny little screen on this chunky, you know, with the chunky bezels in it. And then when you yeah. compare that to something like the May X where, you know, it is a still, a still a fully functioning phone on the outside when it's closed. It's kind of, that makes more sense yeah. in terms of usage anyway. Yeah, it feels, to me at any rate, it feels kind of more seamless. The fact yeah. that you're just, you're kind of closing it and then you're automatically going and got the screen on the outside. Whereas the screen on the original Galaxy Fold was practically unusable because of how tiny Pointless. it was. Oh, I hate yeah. that and screen. Then, you know, you're more, in, you, you'll, you, I don't think you'd probably want to use it that much you'd always want to open it out but then what is the point of that kind of tiny screen it kind of works for me it's kind of better that what they have done on the z flip the fact that they haven't actually tried to make a proper screen on the outside but they've still made it usable yeah for sure i love that little notification display just a 1.1 inch i think it is tiny little panel Mm. makes total sense to me i know other people don't like it actually i think a lot of people prefer the the razor with a bigger display on the outside but for me, I think that tiny one that just acknowledges this is for notifications. That's it. I just want to swipe through my notifications. You that's, can. Just like very, very small. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, there's not a lot to say about the, the Mate XS other than sort of this rampant speculation or, or talking about form factors we like. Mm. I think everything we've seen suggests it will be kind of very similar, but spec bump, you know. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm curious to see if there's anything they've managed to keep under wraps. Uh, obviously, the Z Flip got like leaked a lot. Yes, mm. I haven't seen anywhere near as much on the XS. No. So, yeah, maybe there's a big surprise they've got mm. like ready. But otherwise, I think it's basically going to be the Mate X, but you know, new processors and stuff like that. I think you know the only thing I really want from it is to be cheaper. Oh yeah, for mm. sure. Especially if, especially if that's all they're doing. Yeah. If they're not throwing some wild new bit of tech in there, then what they've got to do is say it's the same as last year. It's got the new Snapdragon. Oh, not Snapdragon, sorry, the new Kirin, obviously. Um, Huawei uses Kirin, their own Kirin processors, not Qualcomm Snapdragon ones. Um, new processor, you know, a few more megapixels on the camera or whatever, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's a grand cheaper. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that's, that's what we need. need. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, otherwise Huawei, I don't know. Yeah, laptops, tablets, and, and the foldables really going to be the hero product, assuming based on what we've heard so far. Um, Honor will also be there. They are the other company sort of, but obviously, they're kind of part of Huawei, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. They were also, from the get-go, said, we are still doing MWC. Even right after the show got cancelled, Honor was pretty quickly putting out statements saying, mm. our launch yeah, event goes ahead. There. They're just doing it in a hotel in Barcelona, so it's not tied to the convention in an official way. Um, the other stuff is is we can talk about, but it's maybe less interesting because it's all... Everything we're expecting to see there is stuff that's been announced in China, oh. which is kind of mm-hmm. part of the course for Honor. Yeah. There's nothing I've seen suggesting they're actually going to be whole new products we've never seen before. I think it's going to be the MagicBook laptop, which hasn't come to the UK or the West before, I don't okay. think. Um, the 9X Pro, which is sort of budget to mid-range phone, obviously is sort of follow-up to the, the Honor 9X. 
Um, that was already announced in China as well. And there's been a lot of speculation that's going to get a European launch. Okay. Um, and then the other one is the the more interesting one is the the V30 or View 30. Oh, which yes. had a December launch in China. Mm-hmm. Last year, the View 20 was announced at CES in 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 the States in January. Um, this year, there was no sign of the View 30 at CES. Obviously, this time, it doesn't have Google Apps, and the relationship with the US is very different to what it was a yeah. year ago. Um, but yeah, no sign of the V30 or View 30 in at CES. So everyone's been kind of expecting that at MWC, so I'm guessing we're going to see that. Yeah, it makes sense at this point, doesn't it? Um, they're really scheduled and yeah so should be a new flagship from honor with a bit of luck um which will be nice um obviously that would be without google services um this is the key thing isn't it which is still just the pain point with all this stuff and again yeah with the you know we didn't really say it on the on the foldable but it was the same thing on the, on the huawei mate mm-hmm. uh xs if that's what it is yeah there won't be google that's still the case, and, and that is still a big limit outside of China. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could put uh, play services on there. Like, there are workarounds for the Mate 30 Pro and stuff like that. But these, you know, they're not in reach to the average consumer. They wouldn't even be aware of these how-tos. So, yeah, if you're going to car phone warehouse and you see a Samsung and you see a Huawei and you see, well, the Huawei doesn't have Google Play, then that's that. There's no, there's literally, there's no two ways about it. And that's really sad because, I mean, personally, I really like Huawei stuff. I think they do a really good job, especially with the cameras. But, yeah, without Google Play, you're losing a big, big part of what Huawei phones offer. Yeah, definitely. It's just a bit disappointing, really. Um, Right, so let's move on from one and Huawei. Uh, The other big company that's still doing a big launch is Sony, which from the get-go, they were one of the early ones to pull out of MWC um, before it got cancelled. But they immediately said, we'll still launch at the exact same time. We're just going to do it all on YouTube. Makes sense. Um, and then that hasn't changed. They've, they've told us that even though the whole of MWC is now off, they're still mm-hmm. doing the same launch, same time. So that'll be first thing Monday morning for the UK, mm. um, 7.30 a.m. here. Oof. So if you're in the States, it's going to be the middle of the night, Sunday night, basically. Um, that's not great. Yeah. Um, I can only assume they've kept to that timing because it works for their Japanese head office or something. Yeah, it would be sort of late afternoon, yeah, yeah. Japan. Yeah. But I don't really know. Yeah. Otherwise, it's kind of weird. Oof. Someone's got to wake up at seven thirty for it over here. Which not me. Mm-hmm. Not keen <laughs> on. Um, yeah, we're expecting the Xperia two, which may in fact be the Xperia one point one. We're not sure what it's going to be called. Right. Mm. Sony I mean, naming Sony, is. Yeah. I was about to say Sony's naming. You know, historically is terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, we ranted about Motorola naming last week. Sony is the other big offender in my eyes. I mean, its current set of phones is the Xperia 1, which is the flagship, Mm -hmm. the Xperia 10, which got launched alongside the Xperia 1 and also has like a plus model. It's a 10 plus, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Um, The 10 is kind of mid-range. And then the Xperia 5, which sits between the 1 and the 10, in yeah. terms of price and specs, right? You you, you reviewed yeah, five. Yeah, I reviewed that, and yeah. it's, it's definitely not mid range. It's kind of to the upper end of mid range, which right. makes it. I think it was only 150 pounds difference in the UK. Um, compared off, to the one, you mean? Compared to the one, yeah. And um, so when I reviewed it, my my main gripe was that you're losing quite a lot, and you're not um, um, saving the money. Yeah, and you're yeah. not you're not really saving as much money as you might expect. So it will be interesting to see if they can kind of take that one to another level and kind of um, increase the gap between the two. I mean, it's, it's, if, if the branding's better than their headphones, you know, we've got the <laughs> IPX, one, two, three, C, B, A, one, and you're like, catchy. It's catchy the WHX, no, the WH1000 XM3. 
Ooh, wow. You got a better name than I do, I tell you. They're good headphones. It's just <laughs> terrible name. Terribly How can you make the best headphones in the world and not just give them a nice name? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Xperia 2, which may be the 1.1 next Sony flagship, um, uh, leaks on that. I mean, the standard kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. everything else, flagships around now, Snapdragon 865 is what we'd be expecting. Yeah. That means 5G, which would be the first 5G Sony. Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the first 5G Sony, so that'd be a big thing. Um, there's another first that we've heard again, first for Sony, far from first for the market, but maybe the first Sony to have a punch hole selfie camera. Oh, nice, mm. which means a few smaller bezels. I would hope they are still a company that loves a big old bezel, <sighs> they love the chunk. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. Um, and to be fair, I know actually we always get these comments when we do like unboxing videos and talk about bezels. There's always someone in the comments who jumps in and says, I prefer bezels to, to notches or pinholes or whatever. So some people out there like them, and actually I'm sure if that's you, this is bad news, because Sony were basically the last people still putting bezels on flagships. Mm. Um, uh, so with that gone, it's yeah, that's not going to happen anymore. No. Mm. Um, I assume it's going to have the same very tall, thin aspect ratio that's all of the current three Sony ones have. That's kind of been their defining feature. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is it 21 by 9? I think it's, yeah, 21 yeah. by 9. Yeah. Kind of widescreen format. Yeah. Um, which I like. I think it's a bit too tall for me. Right. I think, um, especially when you're using it one-handed, it's a struggle to kind of reach the top of the display of a 21 by 9. Obviously, it depends on the display size itself, but generally mm-hmm. I find that 21 by 9, I can't reach the top of the display to access my uh, notification center. That's my problems, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I find the narrowness of it helps with yeah. that. Mm. I find it works for me, but... Um, I think it's meant to be kind of if you watch a lot of consume a lot of media yeah. content on it, yeah. isn't it? See, that's um, the thing I can't relate to. I do. So. No, this is what I mean. Like, I, I, I don't think I've ever sat down on my phone for. Do you know what I'm going to do? Watch Netflix. Mm. I've d- mm. That's just never appealed to me. And you know, at least I've got a tablet or something like that that I can opt for. But yeah, no, not for me. Um, yeah. So then, otherwise, I think camera is probably going to be hopefully where they do something oh, yes. interesting. Sony is sort of there with Samsung that they make the sensors that a lot of other people put in their phones. Mm-hmm. Like the 48 megapixel sensor we've seen in every phone over the past 12 months is a Sony one. Yep. Mm. Um, they have a 60 megapixel one now that I would hope maybe we'd see in this. Um, other rumours are it's going to have 8K video recording, which makes a lot of sense. Obviously, Samsung put that in the S20s. Yeah. And the Snapdragon 865 can handle that in a way that much better than the 855 could. So the processor, the silicon can now handle 8K video recording okay. well. So it kind of makes sense that we're going to see a lot more people. Because there was experimental 8K on a few of the uh, flagships last year. but With very kind of, low frame rates. Yeah, very low frame rates. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, they can actually do kind of... I don't actually know what frame rate the S20 does it at. It's probably going to be... It's going to be capped at 30. I was just thinking it must be it 30, right? It can't be anything higher than 30. If it um, is, then well done. 8K60 would be very impressive. So it's probably at 30, but mm. um, that's probably information probably out there somewhere. We just yeah. haven't. Um, but yeah, this will probably have 8K video. A video is actually what tends to be where Sony puts its emphasis, mm-hmm. camera-wise. Um, so I'd be very surprised if they're not going to at least match Samsung on that. Mm. Um, especially, again, you know, this whole thing about the, the ultra-thin display, you know, the cinematic ratio is because they push video. And so, you mm-hmm. know... That's to follow through to the way they handle the cameras, basically. Made it all ties in. And then the final thing we are going to see, hopefully, uh, is Realme. Yes. Who are, have said they are still going ahead with live stream for the X50 Pro. What a I want to say. Mm. 
I've got it somewhere. Sure. Just let's make sure. Yep. Realme X50 Pro 5G. I'll be honest, I've never used a Realme phone. No, nor have I. I, I reviewed the Realme 5. There we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> the expert. Yeah, it was it was quite good, but it didn't it definitely didn't kind of do anything to stand out. Yeah. It was it's a decent phone. Yeah. You know, I don't think I think it was mid range or no, I think it was even budget. But if you're looking at kind of that one fifty to two hundred price point, there's so many different phones yeah. in there and it yeah. it was it was decent. Um, just not stand out. Yeah, and I think yeah. if I think if most people um, picked it up, they'd probably be happy enough with it. Mm. But just um, there's so much out there, which kind of even even under two hundred pounds now, you can get incredible specs oh, yeah. really compared yeah. to what you used to be able to get. So it's just I really hope that they kind of take that to the next level with this one. Well, this one will be flagship stuff. Yeah. So it will be you know everything we've seen. So for for context, if you don't know, Realme are owned by Oppo, if I've got it right. Yes. Um, so. And they are basically a kind of budget sub-brand in the same way that Honor is to Huawei. Yeah. Um, maybe budget's going a bit too far, but they yeah. sort of prioritize um, hitting a lower price point while still delivering on core specs, but they compromise in other areas. So you're less likely to get wireless charging or, or, or waterproofing, mm, yeah. the kind of luxury features like that. Mm. So, yeah, the X50 Pro 5G is going to be 5G. Whoa. Really? Shock, I know. Um, they, they've already... Conv- I'm, I'm looking at a picture that Realme themselves yeah. put out of the back of the phone. That's pretty nice. Uh, which shows it's got a quad camera on the back and a dual selfie camera on the front. 20 times zoom, apparently, mm, nice. which is good, but in t- by today's standards now, actually not that it, impressive, yeah. which is wild. Yeah. Um, if we found this a few weeks ago, we'd be like, damn, okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, especially because we don't know how that's being handled because actually I'll bet you anything that 20 times zoom is just two times optical with in digital. And then digital mm. on top. Yeah. So it's probably actually not that good, but we'll see. Um, otherwise, yeah, Snapdragon 865, like every flagship is every going to be for a while if it's not made by Huawei. Yeah. Um, and uh, apparently, oh, apparently 65 watt fast charging, which is Ooh. again, is right at the top end of what yeah. people can do. Uh, that's, in fact, yeah, because they're owned by Oppo. Oppo has 65 watt fast charging, so that makes sense. It will oh, be nice. just Oppo's fast charge tech, mm-hmm. I guess, thrown in there. Um, and 90 hertz refresh rate is also leaked. Oh, nice. Or rumoured. Uh, which... I welcome this new wave of 90 hertz refresh yep. rates and higher. Like it just it's so transformative. Once yep. you go back, you know, I, I used it on the uh, the OnePlus 7T Pro last year, and I fell in love with it. And then I went back to my iPhone, and you know, the the 11 Pro Max is a great phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's capped at 60 hertz. It just doesn't have that smooth scrolling mm. experience that you have on these new. Android it makes phones. a difference. Yeah, it really mm. does. Um, I sometimes wonder if I can tell the difference between 90 and 120. Yeah. That's when things get a bit harder. Yeah, we're, we, obviously where that, that's where Samsung's put itself at 120. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a few other 120s this year and a lot of 90 hertz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt we'll see many non... I doubt we'll see many 60 hertz flagship phones. Yeah. You'll seem very dated this year if, you, if you're putting out... Which probably means Sony are going to do it. But, you and know. Apple probably as well, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Apple will wait about three years and be like, guys, we've come up with a new thing. And Motorola, of course, who, who are promising a flagship at MWC that I assume is not coming anymore, but mm. we haven't had a firm answer on that yet. Um, I could only, I mean, I don't want to rag on Motorola again because they do make some nice phones that I like. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, you, it's their first proper flagship in a while and you've got to look at it and kind of wonder, is it really going to, are they really going to fit everything in? Yeah. We'll see. So yeah, Motorola probably aren't doing anything. And actually, the other companies that had launches planned that have definitely been moved back. So these are the things you now have to look out for for March, basically. Um, Oppo, 
they'd already been teasing a watch. So they were yes. going to do a watch that looked a oh, lot yeah. like an Apple Watch. It looks a lot like an Apple Watch. Um, and there presumably some phones as well. Um, Xiaomi, but that was just for the Mi 10, which got announced in China last mm-hmm. week. We're not going to talk about that much today because we speculated about it two weeks ago and pretty much all the rumours were true. Mm-hmm. So, but look it up. It'll be essentially very similar specs to the real me we were just talking about but a higher higher end camera stuff um um price wise it's gone up a little bit which is interesting but that'll be i'm curious to see how 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 they handle that because cheap has been was the big part of why the me 9 was so great yeah the price um yeah motorola are doing something they have probably cancelled that or postponed it but we're not sure right now inevitably by the time this goes live it'll be known uh nokia they had a press conference that's yes. just postponed indefinitely. Oh, no idea when that'll happen. Uh, that's most of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. of the big phone brands. Oh, TCL, TCL were going to do something again. The foldable that leaked because they teased three phones at CES that mm-hmm. they were going to unveil properly at NWC, right. and also they've shown off a lot of foldable prototypes. So I think we were going to see more foldable tech from them. Oh, that would have been cool. So again, that will come at some point. Mm. Um, for most of the stuff, we just don't know when it's going to happen now. Sometime in March, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. They can't push it too far back. Well, I wonder I wonder if there are some companies that are now going to say, phew, we don't have to hit MWC. Yeah. Like, we can wait a bit. We can actually wait till April and maybe throw another phone into the launch plan yeah. they had or something. That's the thing, because when, you know, when you're at a show where there's you know a thousand phones being announced, how do yeah. you make enough noise to be noticed? And there's a pressure to have something ready because if you're, you know, if you're one of the big brands, if you're Nokia, if you're Sony, mm-hmm. you know... If you're not at MWC or you don't launch phones, everyone says, oh, what's wrong with them? Why aren't yeah. they announcing anything? Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be there. You've got to have mm. something. But if you've got a quiet slate, then actually maybe it'd be a relief to be like, well, we don't have to launch anything now. We're free to just do it on our timetable. Mm. So some people might wait till April. Um, but otherwise, I'm expecting March to be very, very busy now. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's about everything. Other than that, yeah, there'll be a toothbrush. Cool toothbrush. It's got, mm-hmm. a, it's got an Can't OLED screen on it. Ooh, wow. No need for an OLED screen on a toothbrush. None. Next up, the Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus, which are so far the only bit of the new Samsung kit we've gotten in the office. We don't have a Z Flip yet. We are working on it. Um, the S20s aren't around for a few weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Buds Plus, we have. I've had them in. Ta-da. I've been I've been listening. Um, I'm actually quite impressed. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't use the first Buds. I know a lot of people liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh Toddy, who's actually back from holiday, but very tired, so not in this episode. <laughs> he, he, he used Arceus ones, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I like these. I think they do... The sound I've been mostly impressed by so far, mm-hmm. not blown away, um, but uh, solid. Um, I love that they charge wirelessly. Yeah. Mm. And for the price point, it's £159, $149. Yeah. Um, you know, that's really good. And actually, it's, it's, it's very convenient. Um, it makes a lot more sense for earbuds than it does for even maybe even than phones because the batteries are smaller. So even at slow wireless charging speeds, a quick bop on a wireless charger yeah, can no, get you quite a lot of boost, hours yeah. of playtime back. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the big thing was that they uh, still don't have noise cancellation, wasn't it? But you can kind of accept it more at this price point. Yeah. At this price, it's fine. I don't. I mean, I say that I've not used any wireless buds, any true wireless with noise cancelling. I know you okay. have. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I went out and bought the AirPods Pro the day they were released last year. Right. <laughs> and I love them, and that's not just because I bought them. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, in terms of the the active, I mean, I went for it for the active noise cancellation, and 
you know, I've tried it on a few other earbuds before and it's kind of middling, you know, you kind of, yeah. you, it kind of quietens it instead of mutes it. Whereas the AirPods Pro were the first kind of truly wireless earbuds that I put in and turned it on and I felt that kind of, you know, that kind of almost oh, yeah. suction feeling yeah. that you get yeah. from the actual, the proper cans. And I was like, okay, right. We're getting to that level now where we've actually got great active noise cancellation on earbuds. Mm. And yeah, for me, they are, they are they're my go-to. All right. And I will never use anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. I, my my main day-to-day headphones are the Sony WH-1000XM2s, <laughs> the previous model, um, which obviously are the big on the over-ear noise-cancelling ones. Yep. So, I mean, I love noise-cancelling. Yeah. I, I couldn't give it up now that I've gotten used to it. Um, but I don't mind it in these. I think the seal on these I found is pretty good. So mm-hmm. the sort of the noise isolation, um, which it just means it's physically blocking out some of the sound. Yep. Like, I've been impressed by that. Um, I will say on that, though, I'm actually, I'm using the largest size of uh, tip. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, I'm going to move up from the middle to the largest size of thin. And that is actually really odd for me. When I use in-ears, I'm normally... I normally just use the size that they ship with. I tend to, oh, really? I, I apparently have an average sized, you know, I'd probably struggle with space. that then because oh. I have big ears and I'm always on the biggest yeah. on basically every set of earbuds I get. And that's what I'd worry about. If I'm normally average and on these, I have to use the big ones. I think if actually, if you're used to using in-ear earphones and mm. using the biggest size tips they ship with, you might actually find that these run quite small. Can you get like third party tips for them? Because I know with some of the wireless earbuds that you can get just basically generic kind of, uh, memory foam ear, um, ear tips. I'm sure you can. Mm, probably. And of course, these are the same physical exterior design, basically, as last year's buds. So as long as there's oh, a market okay. for original Galaxy buds tips, yeah. those mm. I would suspect would work absolutely fine on these because, like, design-wise, barely anything's changed. They, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they kind of look like they sport the, the, the kind of generic ear tip design. So I feel like, yeah, you can get definitely get third-party ones for them. Yeah, no, these mm. are totally standard ear yeah. tips when you take yeah. them off. Um, the fins maybe not, but no. the tips are fine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, little gripes. The case is glossy, which I hate. That's yep. a really petty complaint. But um, it gets scratchy. It gets scratchy. It gets fingerprinty. Last year's one was matte and looked way nicer. If you put them side by side, like the original Galaxy Buds case, mm. looks mm. way nicer. Okay. Yeah. Um, have ba- you, sorry. sorry. Have you, you found it for call quality? Because I know there was an issue uh, in the original Galaxy Buds because the you're so far away from your your mouth that the people struggle with kind of call quality? Have you oh, I haven't taken a you call on it. No one phones me. I hate phone calls. <laughs> um, if you phone me, I won't answer. So, I don't know. I will I'm test glad that I'm not the only point. person that yeah. does that. Yeah, Just kind of, I'll wait for the phone call to end and then yeah, I'll text, and text like, what's up? <laughs> I'm awful. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, okay. It is definitely a thing. Some, some wireless earbuds are better than others. Mm, I've yeah, used some yeah. that have been really good for yes. it. Uh, the brand is escaping me right now, but I use one pair that were phenomenal. Uh, and it's really annoying that I can't remember the company because they were really good for call quality. I mean, I can say that mm. the AirPods are really good for that kind of thing right. as well because they've mm. got the beamforming mic tech that yep. kind of takes both. But I think that's powered by iOS rather than built into the headphones because I've oh, right. tried them recently on an Android and you can connect the AirPods Pro to an Android yep. and you can use the active noise cancellation and password and all that fun stuff. But then I went on a phone call and my friend, who I always talk to through my AirPods, said that she could barely hear me. Really? And that was the only difference. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Mm. So. I could totally believe Apple baking something like that in there. Oh, for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, the only thing I really want to test on these that I haven't yet, other than cool quality that I don't want to test that, but I will, <laughs> uh, is the 11 hours battery life they're claiming mm. on the Buds yes. alone, which I've been using sort of in and out of the case, so I haven't tested that they actually get 11 hours non-stop. Mm. But I think at some point I'm just going to have to 
put them in in the morning, use them all day and, and resist the urge to put them in the case and see how long they go for. Because 11 hours is really good. Yeah, I mean, that's basically yeah. double anything else that's out there at the mm. moment. Most of them kind of cap at five, maybe six hours at a push. Yeah, there's but, some yeah. pushing up towards 10, but I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that's 10 plus. Mm. And then it's another 11 hours with the case, isn't it? So that's yeah. a real kind of yeah. full week for most yeah, people. 22 hours overall. And it definitely makes more sense to put more into the buds and keep the case a bit smaller and yeah, more yeah. compact. Yeah, I'd much rather that. Yeah. You know, this is a very portable little... You know, I just carry it in my jeans in the same pocket that my phone is in. Mm -hmm. uh, the regular S10 that I'm using at the moment. Uh, and they both fit nicely side by side and it's very convenient and I like that. Because again, coming from the Sony WH-1000XM2s, <laughs> which can just about fold up into a coat pocket, yeah. it is nice mm. to also have a pair of headphones around that will just you can throw around anywhere. Um, completely agree. Yeah, I'm going to keep using these for a bit. And I think Lewis and I are hopefully going to do a video at some point chatting about how they compare to the AirPods. I think we're actually going to talk yeah. about the AirPods 2. Yes. As opposed to the Pro, because it feels like an unfair comparison with the Pro, which is a very different price point and has the active noise cancellation. But I'm quite curious to actually take turns with these and the airpods yeah, and yeah, stack sure. up mm. how they how they compare because i think for a lot of people they'll look at the samsung ones or the apple ones yeah mm. uh yeah so cool thank you uh, and last up we're going to veer slightly away from phones and kind of into gaming to talk uh, google stadia uh right yeah so google stadia has we wouldn't normally talk about gaming stuff on this i think we've no. always mm. in our heads fast charges a phone show we talk a little bit about tablets and things like that but phones is our is our thing um, having just spent 10 minutes on my headphones, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's a raw <wrong> thing. <laughs> but there is some Stadia news this week, which is about phones, which yes, is that yeah. Google Stadia is finally no longer a Pixel exclusive, which is what we all thought it was going to be originally. And then they said, oh, no, it only runs on Pixels. And we went, what? Uh, um. uh, but that's not the case anymore. Lewis, you no. you probably know this a bit better than me. You've actually used Stadia. I yeah, know. so uh, I've, I've had a go at Stadia over the last kind of month or so and really enjoy it. Um, but one of the uh, you know one of the big draws of any cloud gaming service is the fact that you can play it on basically any device. Yeah, and that is true of Stadia right now. You can go on Chrome, um, and you can go on your uh, Chromecast Ultra as long as you've got the Stadia controller, and then you can just play the game there. Mm -hmm. And you could also play it on your phone. But like you said, it was exclusive to Pixels from launch, and that just kind of killed the vibe for basically everybody because yeah. you know there's only going to be a small section of the market that has a Pixel phone that can support it, but not anymore. So uh, apparently, beginning the February the twentieth, which I think is the day this goes out. Uh, yes, yes, that will be today. Mm -hmm. Today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Time is confusing. Yes, <laughs> uh, they're rolling it out to a bunch of Samsung phones. Uh, so you got the Samsung Galaxy S8 and later, and that also goes with the Note 8 and later. Yeah, it's basically every S or Note from the last three years. Yeah, yeah. take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then along with that, you've got the Razer phone and the Razer phone two, and then the Asus ROG phone mm -hmm. and the ROG phone two. Yeah. I say ROG because I like to call it the Rog but I've been told I can't call it the Rodge. It's not the Rodge. That's <laughs> wrong. Um, yeah, so it's an interesting set. Lots of Samsung flagships. So actually, yeah. I said it's almost every S and no, it's actually not because if you look at the S10s, it's the S10 and the S10 Plus, but not the S10e uh, or the S10 uh, yeah. 5G, right, yeah. which is the really weird emission. Um, otherwise, it's basically all of them. Um, including the new S20s range. It makes sense for it to be on the gaming phones. It's just an extra thing for the gaming phones. Yeah, the gaming phones make sense. Razer and ROG, and they are the two big ones in the market. There are yeah. others out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. But those are by far the big sort of global brands for rather sure. than Chinese brands that are harder to get in the rest of the world or, mm -hmm. or less appealing Yeah, for whatever reason. I still find it a bit weird that it's still so limited, though. No, yeah, I can Rather than it agree. just being a stadium on every phone now. It's yeah. in the App Store. Go download yeah. it. Like yeah. This is the thing. And I don't... I I don't get it. I d yeah. I don't get it. You know, I, I think at least have an iPad app. 
Like I think you know, yeah. iPad just tablets in general. Like they are kind of where I go to play Stadia on a on a portable device. I think phones are a bit too small for yeah. kind of AAA mm. gaming. Like you know, they are designed with uh, to be played on like you know at least an eighteen inch monitor, if not bigger. Mm. So you know, the on screen UI elements. I mean, are the S twenty Ultra tiny. is pretty close to be fair. That's actually <laughs> you probably get away wrong with the twenty yeah. Ultra, yeah. Um, uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, it might, that's, that's kind of a similar reason why I don't think The Witcher yeah. 3 on Switch is great. But that's a whole other thing. We're not going to get into that today. Um, but, yeah, I think, yeah, it needs to come to other platforms. Like, it's, it's, even now with these phones, it's still catering to a small portion of the market. Well, mm. well, what's so weird about this is it's clearly something to do with brand partnerships and marketing and stuff like that. It's yeah. all I can assume. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's loads of Samsungs over three years. So it's nothing about phone power no. or screen size or anything that's dictating it because the the S8 is on there. Yeah. Great phone, but, you know, there it's are old. lots of phones from other companies now that would do whatever it maybe it needs, would do it better. And obviously yeah. it shouldn't need computing power no. from the phone itself in any significant no, way. yeah, you should just have minimal, you know, minimal yeah. storage space and then an internet connection. That's basically all it should need. So it feels really weird to me strategically mm. that Google is seemingly ready to run on a, on a software side. They're ready to put this out yeah. to lots of phones. Yeah. And instead, they're trying to just partner with Samsung, Razer, and, and, and Asus to push it. I guess it lets them use those companies' marketing clout and user bases to push it that way. But I don't know. It, it, it's, it's an odd one to me. But a good move for, for a service that is good. But its main downside is it's really limited what you can use it on Yeah. Mm. compared to what the promise of it was. And I do think the main issue with using it on any phone is that you'd be connected to Wi-Fi and, the, and you know, your pings are not great on uh, Wi-Fi. Not, not in your S25G, mate. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's... Go yeah. somewhere with 5G mm. and then use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's harder to find 5G than Wi-Fi, but, uh, but you know, th- let's be real, that is a big part of the appeal here of the 5G. 5G mm. gaming is what... Yeah. Any, I've been to enough 5G phone launches and oh, press yeah. events and there's always a slide about video games. You know, gaming is a big part of it, and and streaming platforms like this are going mm. to be a big part of that. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, just, sorry, just a point yeah. on that. So I, um, there's kind of rumours that Amazon are kind of going to join in with the cloud gaming. Thing oh yeah. This year, and it could, and that it could even come before the PS5, which is kind of a really. It makes of, sense. I think yeah. you know if they're going to announce, if if anyone's going to announce anything, it needs to be before the PS5 and the mm. Xbox Series X yeah. get here because yeah. they are going to be the big the big boys for the next few years. And Amazon makes sense as a player in this space because they have Amazon Game Studios. Yeah. They made a play of going to Devon Games, and, and exactly, I was about yeah. to say they've got a huge cloud service. So mm. you know they they're like Google. They've got the server side infrastructure yeah. ready to go, to give or take. Link it all up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let's. I mean, it, I guess I'll leave this with a question for you guys that. Uh, does this make Stadia much better? Because I still feel like Stadia's not great. Mm. And compared to, say, the competition, like GeForce Now, is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, GeForce Now. Um, and, you know, like, because I was about to say, kind of, it still feels like Google's had left an open goal for someone like Amazon to wade in with a better service mm. that runs on more devices at a friendlier price point where you're yeah. not paying both the subscription service and yeah. paying for games. Yeah. Um, is this enough to make Stadia worth getting? This is the question. I mean, I guess if you're on a Samsung phone, maybe, but yeah. otherwise you're out of luck. Because <laughs> the thing, I mean, quote me if I'm wrong, but I think the GeForce Now app is available just universally across Android, so that's already one big plus. I think so. Compared mm. to, uh, and other like, more niche services like Shadow, which lets you actually run your yeah. own sort of remote Windows PC, essentially, mm. that runs on anything. Yeah, that's on mm. iPhone as well. Yeah, and on iPhone. Yeah, important note, like none of these phones are iPhone. There's nothing iOS at all. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shadow does. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> um, so it's a small step in the right direction for Stadia, 
but it definitely feels like Google is playing catch up on itself yeah. somehow. Still trying to like make up for the, the promises it made at launch that it never got anywhere near. Mm. I'm still waiting for this 8K 120 frames. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the Samsung display should take advantage of it, right? But <laughs> it's not going to happen. Finally getting some 8K displays to actually, you know, be available. Uh, cool. Right. I guess that is probably us for this week. Fast Charge will be back next week as ever, where we will be talking about all the MWC stuff that's actually announced when we actually know things about it all. Um, and hopefully by then we'll have a better sense of when everything else is going to come out phone-wise in March. Hopefully. Mm. So, yeah, uh, thanks for watching again. Uh, stay tuned for next week for more on the channel. We'll have some more Buds Plus stuff, and hopefully we'll get the Samsung phones in really soon. Uh, and, yeah, like, subscribe, jump in the comments, all of that stuff. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.